Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturated, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skin care. And today I have one of our gorgeous clients on the podcast, Madison. She's 30. She's single and has no kids, which is unusual for, uh, you know, a lot of the women that we work with, we typically work with mums with kids, but I also don't have kids. Uh, so yeah, it's an, a nice, or not a nice change, just a change, you know, yeah. <laughs> for all the single ladies out there that think that we, they only work with, with mums with kids and, uh, Madison lives in the States, but she's actually in Mexico at the moment, which is so cool. I would love to go to Mexico. Is it awesome? Do they have good margaritas? Is the food delicious? Absolutely. Delicious all of the above. So much yeah. sun, ocean. Yeah. It's so Do you love nice. it? It's been super good. I've been I've only been here for two weeks and I've never been here before. So yeah. Wow. There was definitely an adjustment stay? period for about two months. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I love it. So cool. You should totally yeah. go and visit Danny Roddy while you're there. He lives in Mexico. Oh, he does. Do you know yeah. where in Mexico? I don't. He did he has told me, but I've no idea. But you should totally message him and hit him up and go visit him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. So cool. So cool. Well, thanks so much for, um, for coming on. So can you just tell the listeners a little bit more about your history and, you know, I guess what got you to the point that you're, you're at before you joined the actual coaching program? For sure. Yeah. So brief background. So like Katie said, I'm 30, I guess I'll go back to when I was little, I mean, standard American diet, like standard, uh, very much influenced by diet culture was always kind of concerned about, kind of my weight growing up, body image growing up. I grew up, I was very, very skinny, like stick skinny, thought I was fat. Um, and I kind of got into this world because of my own digestive issues. So I feel like it's kind of different because I never really was the type of person to be like, I'm going to try to restrict my calories or count macros because of I'm trying to lose weight. It was, uh, I got into food stuff because I was experiencing a lot of digestive issues. So that kind of started when I was 18 did the old standard American protocol. Um, nothing was wrong, did a bunch of alternatives. And that's kind of when I got into diet culture and restriction and taking out gluten and dairy and soy and sugar. Um, and just trying all the things I was, I mean, I did tons and tons of different diets. This was probably just most of my twenties was experimenting with specifically gut health diets. So I was everything from vegan to carnivore during that time. Um, and again, was never concerned about calories or macros. I was just doing it for, for gut health. I went back to school. I got, so I, I have my own business in this world, which is uh, super fun, but also very interesting because I'm the type of person that's like, I'm going to do this myself. Like I have enough knowledge and research and like, I can do it myself um, because I, that's what I had done. I had to do that because doctors didn't help me kind of fix my digestive issues. So um, yeah, I went back to school, got a master's degree in nutrition in 2017 and then started my own business and still was struggling with digestive issues. I was vegan at that time. Um, and just over the past couple of years have taken a step back from everything. I think I'm very much extreme. It's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it a thousand percent and I'm going to do it all the way. And I feel your sister. really, yeah. yes, I know you're very similar. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that about the podcast. I'm like, I can so relate because I was very extreme in my dietary habits. Like, yeah, just became very obsessive about food stuff. And just, it feels like the past couple of years have been dramatic in regards to my health. I mean, my digestion has never been better. Uh, my, I mean, I have a business doing helping people with digestive issues similar to myself. 
And uh, yeah, I've just had to zoom out and, and really like get clear on what else was affecting my gut. So it wasn't just the food stuff, right? As you always talk about, it's like the food stuff is super important, but then it's like the stress and the emotional piece and the sunlight and the steps and the gentle daily movement. And like that has been me these past couple of years, just discovering all these other aspects of my gut health that I was really ignoring. And I guess I'll talk a little bit more about kind of when, when I reached out to, when I reached out to work with you guys, I was, so in 2020, um, from 2020 to 2022, I gained about 50 pounds. Um, before that, I mean, I'm five, eight, so I think we're the same height Yeah, we are. and we are. Yeah. yeah. And I was always like 125 pounds, like just very low muscle mass, very small. Um, in 2020, 2020, 2022, gained about 50 pounds. I had a lot of stress come up. I quit my job. I quit my like nine to five health coaching job that I was doing. I was definitely moving less. Um, and I was also reintroducing carbs at that time. So I was previously like carnivore and keto and paleo, and then started learning more about pro-metabolic and carbohydrates. And so I was still kind of in the keto world, but then also adding in more carbs. So as you know, like high fat, high carb was kind of what I was doing. Um, so I think that was a big reason why I was gaining a bunch of weight. And I also was never tracking anything. I was very resistant to tracking food, to counting calories. Cause I was like, I'm done restricting. I don't want to be restrictive about anything. And I also had never had to do that. Right. Cause I was so restrictive in my diet before. Um, but that, yeah, that happened in, yeah, from about 20 to 2022, just gained some necessary weight for sure. Um, but also like just, just felt really puffy and I felt like I had never weighed myself. So I was like, I feel like I'm gaining weight, but I really don't know. But like my, my clothes are not fitting anymore. And I can't remember how I got in touch with you probably just on Instagram within the pro metabolic world. And yeah, it just got to a point where I was like, I think I need some help with this. Like I am in this world. I have a master's degree. Like I know a bunch about nutrition stuff, but like something, something's up with mm. my body. Like it's never been like this before. So I did your uh, what, seven day challenge um, and then hopped on a call with one of your coaches. And I was like, yeah, I think I need to do this. So yeah, long story short, that was kind of my journey. Just lots of restriction, but not not because of weight, but because of gut issues. And as you know, eliminating so many different food groups and then kind of swinging to the opposite end of the spectrum of just like eating more for the first time in my whole life, gaining a bunch of weight. And now I feel like I'm finding that middle ground of like, there's a balance in between. So totally, totally. But I think, you know, and I can relate to your story of the tracking and not wanting to track because when I did in the past, I always, it was about eating as little as possible, cutting yes. carbs. And then when I met Emma and started working with Emma it was, and working with Craig, it was about optimization and, you know, it wasn't about re massively restricting and it just taught me so much and gave me so much data and really made me feel like I was back in control again and I could make educated decisions on what to do for my body and my health. And, you know, I think you really nailed it too with the digestive stuff that, you know, obviously the food is definitely important. It's a key yeah. foundation, but, you know, things like the stress, like stress affects your digestion so much. And I see it every day with Craig, you know, it's interesting yeah. how different people 
stress presents itself in different symptoms. Like for me, it's always my sleep and my cycle, never my digestion. Like I, ne- I never get bloated now ever. Like it's so interesting, but for Craig, like reaches his stress tolerance, I think, you know, cause I think you can obviously build your resilience to stress, but Absolutely. then there's obviously still a level, you know, that'll tip him, something will happen. It'll tip him over the edge and we've worked too much, you know, pushing hard in training, maybe going out in the weekends, you know, seeing friends late nights, then it's his digestion always. Yep, it's just so fascinating. Once, yeah. And he doesn't have to make any drastic changes. He just needs to pull things back a little bit, you know, like maybe he'll have a deload from training. We'll have a quiet weekend, <laughs> you yeah. know, finish work a bit earlier, you know, go for a walk, whatever. But I think, yeah, it's just so many people just look at the food and don't look at the other lifestyle factors and stress and things. So, yeah. But you know what? Like until you actually track everything, you know, I feel like this, why this is such a valuable process is because of that. You learn so much about your body and you know what, then when shit's gone pear-shaped, you're like, okay, I know the levers that I need to pull or the things that I need to adjust in order to get me back to that baseline, you know, neutral where I'm not, you know, then you can fix your symptoms basically, I guess this is a long bloody wind way of saying it. But anyway, we're here to talk about you. So <laughs> how long have you been in the program now? It's almost been about a year. So oh, last, months. last May. So yep. good. I was looking at your photos yesterday because we put them up. You yes. look incredible. It is amazing. Thank you. Are you happy? It's cr- I'm so happy. So happy. So, so different. Incredible. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. You look so different. different. So can you talk about then, you know, what are the results that you've seen? So first talk about the body composition changes and then talk about, you know, any of the health markers, you know, mindset, whatever other things you've seen mm-hmm. improve. Yeah. So, I mean, in regards to my symptoms, the thing that's really interesting that I've noticed about me is that I, when I was heaviest, like I actually felt really great. Like my digestion was amazing. My skin was really clear. I like, I had no complaints in regards to my health which is interesting because people will see me and my body has obviously changed. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I bet you feel so much better. And I'm like, I do in a sense, but I also, I, I, it's just interesting because I already feel like I had a lot of the foundations correct. And I was like, when I was gaining a bunch of weight, I was eating so similar to how I currently eat. Um, just too much. So just too much. Right. And I never thought that was a thing. I'm like, nah, like calories don't matter. Um, so I think that's an interesting piece is like my, symptoms. I mean, I, I feel relatively the same that I did when I was heaviest. I think for for me, it's been for sure body composition changes, confidence. And like you said, just the having more control. I think that going into the program, I felt so out of control because I was so unaware of how my food was affecting my body composition. I felt scared to eat because I was like, I, I don't, something's going on. Like I thought my hormones were out of whack or I didn't really know what was going on because I had never tracked or never, I had never had to worry about my weight. I was always underweight. Um, so I think that's one thing that has been huge for me is just feeling like, like you said, like, I know that I thrive on like 150 grams of protein per day. And if I'm feeling off and I, my energy's all over the place and I'm hangry, I know exactly what it is. And I feel super in control. So I think that's one of the biggest things is like feeling in control and feeling like I have this place of balance where, like you said, I can, I can dial things back if I need to, and like get back to my kind of baseline more now. So that's been huge. I mean, just the, the discipline and the mindset piece. I mean, again, you see this all the time, right? It's like, I was thinking I was going to do this for a couple months and be like, good to go. And now I'm like, 
okay, I need to commit a couple years to this, this whole change. And listening to the podcast has been so helpful because um, just listening to people's stories and listening to people's just like the reality of it. It's like, it's the same fundamental things. It's just like the consistency and the grind and the discipline. Um, so that's been really cool because I don't feel like in my life I have ever committed to something so consistently on a day-to-day basis. It's It's been really cool to just see the change. And as you know, it gets frustrating sometimes the day-to-day or like even the week-to-week. Like I message Nissa and I'm like, I'm doing the exact same thing. Like, and my weight hasn't changed. Like nothing feels different. Nothing feels like it's changing. And then like come next week, it's, it's all good. So it's been really cool to be disciplined in that way, which I never, never have before. Um, so those are two big ones, just feeling, yeah, feeling more in control, feeling like just like food is so much less stressful now. I feel like before I would have to worry about like, what's going to be in my lunch, what's going to be in my dinner. And now it's just like, I know I have my core meals that I go to and I switch them around and I like will add in things seasonally. I'll switch up my protein intake. But for the most part, I'm like, I know exactly what I'm having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My grocery list shopping list is very similar week to week. And it has eliminated so much stress, which is interesting because I thought it would be so much more stressful like tracking and like counting my macros. And it's like, yeah, it's, it was definitely an adjustment because I had never done that before, but so much less stress around food, so much more control around food, um, knowing what my body actually needs. Um, I mean, I was vegan before and probably eating 50 grams of protein per day and eating every two hours. So just like knowing what my body needs. And then also, yeah, just proving to myself, like I can commit to something, uh, long-term and like put in the work and see the results by these tiny little minute changes I'm making every single day. It's so interesting what you say about the tracking, because I have the same repeated conversations with women every every day, day, you know, when I talk to them potentially about joining our program and it's exact same thing that you said about the tracking and I'm, I'm worried about doing it. I feel like it's going to be restrictive. I'm going to get consumed Mm -hmm. with it. And then when I, they join the program and then I interview them at the end. Yeah. And they say the exactly same thing as you. They say, it's really actually given me freedom yep. and it's taken away a lot of the stress and it's really educated me on what my body needs and I don't have to mm-hmm. think about it day to day and, you know, it reduces that decision fatigue. And I actually even think it makes it easier to eat out. So, you know, once you've tracked long enough on the weekends, mm-hmm. I don't track my food unless I have a specific goal I'm working towards. If it's just at maintenance, I don't worry about it. But I can go out and I still follow the same principles. You know, I don't go and skip meals all day and then, you know, binge eat at night. I make sure I have a good breakfast. I usually eat the same breakfast because I just like it. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. if we go out to lunch, I'll make sure I have a good amount of protein, Have make sure I have enough carbs in there. But when you've done it long enough, you actually know you can eyeball portions and you can listen to your body and you know that you need to eat a certain amount to hit, you know, to get enough protein for the day, for example. And you always will prioritize Mm -hmm. protein. So it just becomes so much easier and less stressful. And now I can just eat off, you know, not tracking on the weekend and my weight stays the same. In fact, I actually have to really make sure I'm eating enough because I'll naturally under eat and I'm like, oh, my weight. I'm like, it's so, so funny now. I, you know, I don't want my weight to drop anymore because, you know, I'm trying to, I I want to have more muscle and I've got to the point where I'm reasonably muscular and, you know, happy with my level of body fat. So to really maintain that, you've got to eat, like you really have to eat. Which is such a refreshing like point of view, right? It's like, 
you're worried about eating, not eating enough in a day. And it's like, most people are worrying about eating too much. It's like, I mean, working with Nissa, she's like, we're getting you to the point where you can, like, I want you to be able to have 2,500 calories per day or more. And I'm like, yeah, like, hell yeah. Let's get to that point that I can eat like more than enough, you know? Yeah, it's, it is amazing. And I think when you go through that process of improving your metabolism, you know, mm-hmm. building more muscle, you know, getting your activity levels up, it really, you, you know, food, it's so much better because you just eat more, you know, and look like it's like, like, you know, I think women need to understand that everyone's different and some people have lower, you know, they won't be able to train as much or less muscle. So you need to eat the right amount sure. of calories for you. But I think it is nice when you get to that point where you're like, oh God, I can eat more than 1800 calories to maintain my weight, you know, because Mm -hmm. you've got more muscle mass and you're more active and better metabolism. So no, it is awesome. So what are the body composition changes that you've had in the 12 months? Yeah. I mean, I, let's see, mostly just bought, like I've lost a ton of body fat, but also it's interesting to look back on photos of myself because I definitely had muscle mass, but being super consistent with the strength training has obviously given me some more muscle mass. And then as the fat has gone away, it's like, wow, okay, there's, there's like some muscle under there. So I don't know the exact numbers as far as how much it has changed, but I think so far I've lost like 40, 40 pounds. Amazing. I mean, I've got your actual stats somewhere. I've got them for the post, but yeah, it's incredible. You look incredible. What, like, what are your calories at now? I think that's 17, 60 or something like that. Yeah. 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 So So you've lost a yeah, you've lost yeah. a fair bit of body fat and now you're just what, working on building the calories up and m- building muscle now. I think within the next couple of weeks, yeah, we're going to switch yeah. it to m- more muscle building phase. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. I know. That's I the, can't wait. the best bit. It's the most exciting yes. bit. Good work. You've done the hard work, yeah. got the fat off. And what have you enjoyed most about the program? Ooh, I mean, it's just... Like I said before, I'm a very stubborn person. It's like, I I have all the knowledge, right? Like I know about nutrition. I know about food stuff. I know about exercise. Like I should be able to do this all myself. And I think even the past couple of years, I'm like, no, I it is so worth the investment to have a coach, right? And I felt bad about hiring a coach. I'm like, again, I, I shouldn't need a coach. I just think having that accountability and also just having, I've been telling this, I mean, even when I'm traveling or when I'm stressed, it's so comforting to know that I can message her and be like, yo, this is, this is I had a shitty day. I didn't get my steps in like, I ate out, whatever. And it's, it's so nice to know that there's somebody in my corner that's always going to ground me and give me like, give me that clarity when it's frustrating. Because if I didn't have a coach, I feel like I would have given up for sure. Just like not seeing the results that I wanted. And, you know, again, weeks go by and it's like, okay, your weight hasn't changed, but maybe your measurements have changed or like maybe some symptoms that you were having have improved. So I think just having someone to go to who be your cheerleader, be your coach, be your mentor, be your like voice of reason during all of this is, has been so, so helpful. Like I wouldn't have been able to do it without Nissa. That's awesome. And what did you find the most challenging? Ooh, I think there was just an, initially there was definitely an adjustment phase, right? So like I said, I had never tracked macros and I had never weighed my food and I'd never had weighed myself. I never measured myself. So I think it felt like a lot at once to, to get used to, even for myself, knowing all that I know about it, it was just like, wow, I've never done this before. It feels like a lot all at once. So I would say that. And then of course, just dealing with travel and social situations Mm -hmm. and like stress and 
giving myself some grace and flexibility and like trying to be consistent during those times has been challenging, right? Because I get into like a rhythm and flow at my house when I'm doing all my own stuff. And, but when travel stuff comes up, it, as you know, it just kind of throws things off a little bit, but it's been cool because I I have traveled. Like I have been, I'm out of the country currently and I'm still making progress. And like, I've been, you know, gone off on the weekends or not gotten my steps in. And it's like, for the most part, I've been very consistent, but it's nice to know like there is some flexibility within that. Um, but yeah, that's probably been another challenging piece is just trying to navigate travel, stress, social mm-hmm. situations. I love that. Cause I think, you know, women join these sort of probes and think that their progress is going to be linear. Yeah. No. It's, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to nail it every single week and make progress every single week, but that's not life. Yeah. You know, you're going to get sick. There's going to be times when you're mm-hmm. very stressed you know, um, like you say, you're going to travel and you may not hit your steps. Sometimes you won't get your training sessions in. You might have periods where you just need to maintain, yep. but that is all part of the process. And if you can just think, accept that and realize that it's part of your journey and then continue to take that consistent, imperfect action, then you'll get to your goal. You know, cause I think a lot yeah. of women go wrong is that something will happen, you know, like they will get sick or they'll miss some sessions and then they think, well, I can't be perfect. So I'm just going to throw the baby out with the bathwater and then they get derailed and it turns yeah. into weeks and months. And then they're like, shit, you know, I'm back, <laughs> I'm back in this place where yeah. I was. So I think it's just going, yeah, like it's, and f- failures, having those micro failures and just picking yourself up and, and cause look where you are in 12 months and you've got to look at it like over months and years not days and mm-hmm. weeks, I think, like you said, because there are going to be weeks yes. where you don't lose weight. And and it's your ability to remain consistent, even when you're impatient. Yeah. Even when you're seeing nothing change, it's just like, you got, you know, you're putting in the work, it's mm-hmm. going to change. And I also love that you always remind people like, yeah, commit to this for a couple of years. And for me, even now, it's like, this is going to be my life. Like, I'm not planning on stopping strength training. I'm not planning on like, not never tracking again and eating mm-hmm. less protein. Like, I'm planning on doing these same fundamentals for the rest of my life. So it's, it's really cool because it feels so, yeah, it feels easy at this point. It's just like, yeah, I go on my walks every single day. I'm, it's so natural. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like once you actually get to the, I talk about this a lot, you know, you get to the point where you're, you're happy with your physique, that you've built the muscle that you want, you mm-hmm. know, maintaining it, you can train less, less volume. You just have to maintain your lifts. I think Craig said about a third of the amount of work that you had to do to build the body that you want. You know, I'm wow. just sitting in a maintenance phase now and I've pulled my volume and intensity back because we're just really busy. So, you know, you just can't do everything, you know, lots of social events on, eating out a lot. But my, I mean, like I said, my weight actually has gone down a bit, a little bit, only probably because I'm just doing a bit less volume in the training. But essentially it's staying the same, you know, but I still track my food during the week because if I don't eat enough, I can't, you know, work from bloody seven till six o'clock. I can't train, you know, but the maintenance is so much easier. And like you said, it's easy. I just prep the food, keep it really simple on the weekends. You know, we've been going out a lot. I'll be having some drinks here and there. Weight stays the same. Body stays the same, you know, and it's not an issue. I don't feel stressed about it. So, you know, once you build those foundations, once you have those habits in place, once you've become that person, because I think at the start, you know, a lot of people know what to do, but they don't do it. Then they start to do it and then they actually become that person. So it becomes part of you. Like you said, like you can never imagine going back to how you were. Yeah. It just, you crave that consistency. Like even after we have a few social events on and 
Yeah, I might have a few late nights. I'm like, oh, God, I just want to eat my normal food and sleep, like have a good sleep and get back to my yes. training. And I get the shits because I'm like, maintenance to me is difficult because I like to progress. I don't mm -hmm. like to just, but, you know, at th that this in this season, I'm like, well, it's just not appropriate now for me to push really hard in training. I just don't have the ca capacity. But, yeah, yeah. you know, you just, you love it because you feel so good. Yeah, you really do. Like yeah. there are days where I... I'm not hitting my protein or I didn't get my steps in, or I didn't get my sunlight or I even like on days that I don't strength train, I'm like, okay, yeah. Like I feel it. I totally feel it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Um, and what would you say to a woman who was sitting on the fence about joining the program? Make the investment in yourself. Right. Ultimately I, this is what I've, what I've learned about coaches is yeah, you can, you can try it on your own. You can Google, you can, you can do all these super trendy quick fix things but the reality is uh it's worth the investment of course yes you're investing in a coach but mostly it's it's an investment in yourself right because I mean yeah Nissa is the coach or you know you're the coach or whoever but the reality is like I have to do the work I have to put in the work um and yeah the investment in yourself is is super super worth it and I think Sure. You can try it on your own. But again, like you talk about all the time, it's like, there's just this merry-go-round of diet culture and quick fix things and six pack abs in 30 days. And it's like, how many times are you going to do that before you just like, I totally, to I know. Yeah. You got to be burned yeah. a few times. I feel like a lot of women yeah. go, you know, you just got to be ready. It's got to be the right yeah. time. You got to burn yourself enough to go, okay, I'm not going to do that shit again, you know? So no, yeah. I totally get that. Good advice. And do you think you would have achieved the same results without the coaching? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think I would have been frustrated. I think I would have given up. I think I would have been discouraged. Yeah. So I, I don't think so at all. Cool. And yeah. finally, any other advice for women that are on the, this journey? I mean, I love just the reminder of getting back to the basics, right? Like this is, is this is simple it's very simple it's like get your daily sunlight get your daily movement in strength training a couple times per week make sure you're eating enough it's like once you know the basics it's the consistency after that and also just what you said about it's better to be something about being being consistent imperfect action yeah yes. rather than trying to be perfect yes. and then just do nothing awesome yeah, get back to the basics yeah keep yeah. it simple great Commit advice to yourself yeah. Yeah. Commit the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think but, once you accept yeah. that, it sort of takes that pressure off and you're a bit more happy just, you know, like I say, make your standard success action, actioning the basic things. And, you know, mm -hmm. like the the things like tracking your food and getting your steps in and doing your strength training, hitting your macro targets, they're the lead measures. The lag measure is going to be the body composition change and fixing the symptoms. So focus on the things that you can control and then the rest will happen. You know, obviously, mm -hmm. if you're doing the right things, you know, and again, that's where the coaching can help because we can deep dive and have a look at your data and really figure out, okay, where is it? What do we need to do? What do we need to change? And that's why the tracking is just so amazing. Really so is. So amazing. Life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. I And again, so resistant to it. Like, I hated, I hated <laughs> the idea of tracking. I'm like, I don't want to be one of those people like tracking my macros. And it's like, yeah. no, it's so helpful. It's like, you oh. can find a good balance in between. It doesn't have to be this like scream either way. Yeah. yeah. You're so right. I think cause there's this like intuitive eating all the way the other way. I don't want to track like said extreme yes. sort of resistance to it. And then you can have the absolute other way as well, but you're right. Like, yeah. why do we have to go to like, we always go to like, oh, I went to extremes too. Yeah. yeah. Now that I'm in the middle, I'm like this middle place, this moderation, it is awesome how good is moderation great. yeah it's flexible 
Yeah, you get the best of both worlds. You look good, you can feel good, you can eat good food, you can still go out with your friends. I mean, obviously, I think there's times where you need to have it dialed in and you have to be more consistent. Like when you're doing the fat loss, you can't just be, you know, going out every weekend and drinking cocktails and, you know, like it's a bit, yeah. But there will be times where you need to be more focused and when you, but it's worth it, I think, put that time in, build that foundation, build that base, then you can have more flexibility. It really does end up giving you more freedom. So Oh, that was great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've loved interviewing you. Uh, And ladies, if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about joining the program or you just want some more information, you'd just like to have a chat and see if we can help you, I'll pop a link in the show notes. You can book a free call with myself or one of of the team and we'll just um, have a chat. So thank you so much for coming on, Madison. I'm excited to see where you are in another 12 months. I can't wait. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be amazing. Awesome. And I'll see you in the program. Okay, sounds good.